0: Hey, everybody, today you're going to hear an idea that mitigates against every parental nightmare. You also hear what's at stake when you confuse a Buick Rendezvous for a Chrysler Sebring. So welcome to our podcast, everybody. This is The Idealist. Jonathan, you have two grown kids. I do. When they were little, did you ever lose them? (laughs) All the time,
1: man. Yeah. Yeah, Especially when they were really small, we'd misplaced them often. So,
0: (laughs) Does a story stick out in your mind of a time when you went, Oh my gosh, where are my kids? Where did they run off to? Where are they? Uh,
1: I, I guess the one, it didn't necessarily, wasn't like that we lost them, but it was, we came out, we were on a road trip, uh, I had a Buick Rendezvous. Do you remember those cars? Of course not. It was a it was, rendezvous. Yeah. It was a gold there's no such thing. It was a gold Buick Rendezvous. And there's uh, a
0: car called a rendezvous. Yeah. I oh, love
1: it. Go. So Continue. which is the perfect meeting spot, right? For your kid. You're like, just meet us at the rendezvous. But yep. um so we go into this gas station. We were traveling through the white mountains of Texas and we went into a gas station and we came out and it was me and Shannon and then Hannah, our daughter, buckled her in and we're sitting in the car and we're looking around and we're like where's Jacob, you know, yeah. and none of us knew where he was. We didn't see him. We're kind of looking in the gas station. I'm mad. Cause I don't want to have to get out of the car now and go on the gas station Cause it's so hot in Texas. You know, I was like, ah, I gotta get out of the car and go yeah. to the gas station. And Hannah goes, there he is. And she pointed at a car that wasn't a gold Buick rendezvous. It was like a white Chrysler Sebring or something like that next to us. And she goes, there he is. And I look over and he's sitting in their back seat in a, <laughs> buckled into a car seat. Buckled in. Buckled in. And so I'm, oh I'm looking gosh. over there watching him. And then this lady comes walking out of, the, out of the gas station, gets in the car, starts the car and starts to back out. Stop it. And Jacob is, I can see him starting to freak out now when he sees this lady get in. And I get out of the car and I wave and she stops. And so we go over and I let him out of the back seat. But he just jumped in, buckled himself in, was sitting oh, in the car. Yeah. And
0: she accidentally and she, kidnapped him. And
1: she just jumped in the car and she was apologizing. Appall- I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I didn't know. And I was like, you yeah, know, no, it's fine. So, and, that, and it was. Yeah. Before there was like good video on phones, because that would yeah. have been hilarious if we could have oh, captured all that but on But people, video.
0: you got to look out for the accidental kidnap. You <laughs> always got to look to see who's in the back seat, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. How about you? Do you have any stories? So losing- when I, my wife and I, when we had our eldest son, who at that time was three years old, we went back to my high school's homecoming game you know, you go back and it's busy. It's, there's tons of people there. They've got the the barbecue cookout oh, going yeah. on on the football field. It's just packed. And this is Florida people. football, right? This is Florida football. Yeah. It's kind of a big deal. And I'm seeing a lot of people there that I know I'm introducing, you know, Lane to people, my wife to people. She, she doesn't yet know and making introductions and my three-year-old, you know, starts playing with a football, and so I'm tossing the football to him while I'm talking to people, and then all of a sudden, my wife and I look at each other and go, where's Max? Oh, no. And it had been a number of minutes, maybe three to five minutes, and we hadn't seen him.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And it's the worst feeling
0: It is the worst feeling. I mean, listen, good news. Um, Max, Max is okay. Yeah. He's found, um, he's not in therapy over this. So, uh, incident, I don't even know if he remembers it, but he was actually, uh, found, uh, in a circle of cheerleaders, believe it or not. So at a boy, you know, he, yeah, found, of course he found, he found his was. people, he of found his he people, was. but I just remember like those, those three minutes yeah. were the longest minutes. Oh Yeah. I mean, it was eternity, right? Yeah. And you just think, my gosh, I've only known this kid for three years. <laughs> I've only known him for three years and I, I don't know what I would do without him. Right. Right. As a right. parent, that's just, it was a kind of a new feeling, you yeah. know, being being a dad. So yeah, that was probably the scariest uh, three minutes for
1: me. Oh yeah, I'm sure. And like, anytime you go to an event or anything like that, you you're, I remember like, Hold my hand, but I I was like, "Yeah, they're always trying to pull their hand away from being held." And I'm always squeezing it just as hard as I can, crushing that little thing, you know. Because you just don't know when you're in those big events. There's just so many places. If you're at a sports game, if you go to amusement park, anything like that, they're just they could be anywhere. They could be gone in a second. I know. So hopefully, you have a solution.
0: Okay, I do have a solution. So my my solution is actually it's actually confined to parks. OK, I think it has some application outside of parks, but I'm thinking theme parks, water parks, these large places where there's tons of people, tons of nooks and crannies, places to get lost in. Um, That's a that's a stressful thing. Yeah. Right. For a parent. Oh, yeah. It's a stressful thing if you're a chaperone on a trip and you've got 15 kids that you're responsible for and, you know. One of them, if it's your kid in the, in the troop, you definitely got your eyes on them, but like, that's a big ask, right? Now I got to think of like 14 other souls and, and, uh, and it's just very stressful. So my solution to this is called park pals.
1: Oh, the buddy system where you make little kids hold hands and
0: kind of digitally, digitally. (laughs) Right. So I think every, everybody needs a park pal. Okay. If you're going into a park in a group, everybody needs a park pal. And my, my thought is it's something maybe around your neck, like a like lanyard style or something around your wrist, like a watch style that has a digital map of, of the park on it. Okay. So each park has its own digitized map and dots. And if my family of four is going together, we're all park pals, right? And so each one of us can see where the other one is at, at all times. If I'm going as a chaperone on a trip and I've got 15, you know, kids that I'm responsible for, I can see 15 dots on it. Recently, I was at a water park with a group of friends and like my son likes this ride. My that's my eldest son. My youngest son likes a totally different kind of ride. So he's in a totally different part of the park and you you always have that conversation like hey you go this way you go this way we're going to meet back here right but it's stressful oh yeah it's stressful because you don't you don't know what's going to happen you don't know if they're going to get lost or somebody's going to snatch them
1: if so, they even paid attention to where the right yeah. back here is yeah, yeah.
0: and like i li- i would like to think my wife and I were pretty on top of it. We're pretty anal retentive when it comes to that stuff. I mean, you've but only lost your
1: kid for three minutes it, in its entire exactly, life. Exactly. Like exactly. That's pretty amazing. Listen,
0: you know, he's, he's 13 now, I think three minutes out of yeah, 13 years. I think years. that's
1: fantastic. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I should get, I feel like I should get some. So kind you do of watch your kids. Well, award. Yeah. 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 I'm a great dad. Let yeah. me just know. Um, so that's my idea. It's, it's park pals. It's uh, it's digitized. It's got, um, a map and you can you can track each other
1: yeah my gut reaction is i love it yeah uh i wonder like i'm glad you when you first said something they wear around their neck i was picturing those parents that walk with their kids with the leashes, leashes and the le- like that, see, so. i
0: used to think that was outrageous but then i lost my three-year-old for three minutes and i thought you know what there's something to it yeah you know yeah. what i mean so i have, I have empathy for all Anybody out there who's kids um, are on leashes kid's on leashes. You like, have empathy uh,
1: for them, but do you have therapy for the kid? Because that's what that kid's going to need. Listen, I'm here for
0: both. Okay. I'm, I'm here for both of
1: it. So I, I think, I think it's a great a- idea initially. Uh, w- who, who pays for this? The school, the school
0: has it. You have it as okay, a great question. I think this is something the park offers and the park sells. So I think you go to like a registration, you know, hut or tent or booth or box or whatever, you know, where the box office yeah. is and uh, it's an upgrade. So yeah. I, I don't know what the cost is, but let's say it's $10 like a, a person pass or something. Yeah. Kind of it's $10 it. a person and you, it, it's the kind of thing that let's say it's a watch. You cannot get the watch off unless you, before you leave the park, get them to get it off for you. Yeah. Right. So you can't, so basically if somebody gets, gets taken worst case scenario, right. Somebody gets, gets kidnapped outside the park. It it won't like, you know, the alarms go off. It's, it's red alert. So that's, that's my thought on it is the park, the park buys it. Um, Somebody who owns the technology, you know, works on digitizing it for them and works on the technology side. And uh, it's a white label thing, you know, the park, Disney has one, Six Flags has one, Uh, all the parks have their own uh, version. So I,
1: in a former life, I played a lot of golf and I would Mm -hmm. get the GPS for the golf. And I was shocked on some courses, how accurate, like it would have where my ball was. Yeah. Like I, I I was shocked at how accurate it was um, with other parks, not as accurate, you know, like Mm -hmm. the distance, the yardage because it's a standard map that that's using. And so then you're just seeing the, the GPS and GPS is getting more and more um, dialed in to being able to mm-hmm. be. So one time my daughter, uh, she, we have life three hundred and sixty on our phones. Okay. What's that? Uh, it's like a, a digital map on your phone. Okay. So you, you can put it like your family on there. And so like, we have it now. My son always turns his off cause he's 23 and he's like, well, sure. are you spying on me? Of course. My daughter Who's 21 and lives in New York City has to leave hers on as long as she wants me to pay for her phone.
0: Is is it different than find my find my phone?
1: Yeah. Like I like so like I pull up Life 360 and I can I can see where she's at. Okay. Um, to a degree, not yeah. like not like specifically. But when she was 14 years old, she got on the school bus. And where we lived, you had to walk down to like this little bus shack. And the bus would pick you up and she, but she was the only person that got picked up at this spot, but it was mm-hmm. like right on, you had to walk down to like this main road. And um, we get a phone call from the school that says, uh, your daughter didn't show up to school today because the school makes those little phone calls. You know, if your kid, if they take attendance and your kid it's didn't terrifying. show up. Yeah. And I'm like, what? So we both, my wife and I open Life360 and we see Hannah's Life360 is in New Jersey just heading down the highway. And I was like, what? So I tell my wife, I was like, I'm chasing her life through 60. I get in the car and I leave. And Shannon starts calling the school and saying, I need somebody to see if she really wasn't there. If she really wasn't in class on and on and on. So I'm scared to death. My heart's pounding. I'm ready to murder somebody flying down the road. Shannon. And then I get a call from Shannon and she said, one of her, the guidance counselor or whatever went down and checked and she's in class. It was a mistake. So I was like, what's going on with our Life360 then? Like, why is it over here? Yeah. What, what, so what we filled out a little complaint and they said, well, sometimes, you know, things can happen and it doesn't, like if they're in a non-zone where it can't read really well, it's just predicting where they oh, might Oh, if it's be. in a non-zone, we're yeah. going to
0: terrify you. Exactly. Your life is so, over. You're so gonna my question your, your is. Your life, your most precious asset in the world, your, your, your children, the most precious thing to you is gone. That's the. What happens when that happens with Park Pals? So I I just think it's just, um, it's a matter of dialing in the technology. I mean, when was that for you? That was how many years ago? Nine years ago. Nine years ago. I mean, I would imagine the technology's on point now for that. Right? Don't you think? Yeah. Don't you think think they have that dialed in to where, you know, it just, it can't happen. Right. Is there any,
1: have you thought through like, what would could be like, I know we go through this, but yeah thing. And I'm, I'm really struggling to come up with objections. Like that was my best objection I have to this idea. Do you, have you thought, as you've been thinking through this idea, what are some things that have stood out that you're like, well, we better watch out for this or this could be a, a negative in this
0: idea? Um, I don't have any because I think when it comes to like safety mm-hmm. products, it's just, it's just very apparent to me, this needs to exist. yeah, And I can't, I'm not sure, again, exactly the the right model for it. Yeah. So there's maybe some questions of what's the best way to, you know, how do you roll this thing out? Who is it white label or not? Like, how 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 yeah. do you get this thing out there? But in terms of just meeting a need, I feel like this is a big problem yeah. that has to be yeah. solved. And And if anybody had it, here's how I feel about it. If this was at a park, I know I would buy it. Right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think there's a there's a limit to how much I would pay, but I would I would pay a lot.
1: The only the only negatives I can really see in it are all like I mean, what if kids don't like wearing watches, you know? Like what if what if they're allergic to silicone or whatever? Like and but those are ridiculous questions or what if some guy hacks into it and now he knows where your kids at? And but all of those things, you know, they're they're risk reward. But I think
0: it's mitigated by it's contained within one park. Yeah. So if somebody hacks into it, that you still got to get the kid out of the park yeah. and yeah. you can't get the kid out of the park theoretically without right. this thing going nuts. And, you know,
1: and like if they're, if it's somebody that's willing to do all that, they're going to find your kid yeah. with, if it doesn't have that, you know? Yeah. So yeah, yeah, no, I think, I think it's a really good idea. Um, how does it make money?
0: So I think this makes money. Um, there's a developer of the app and the technology and, um, the theme park the theme park sells sells the product for you know for them and you know maybe it's ten dollars um ten dollars a pass a a park pal pass and um and i think that's that's how you do it pretty simple to me what do you think is it how do you you, you think it makes money
1: i was asked i think the same thing um my question, I guess, would be like: Is it a tech company? Is it a wearable company? Is it a fitness? Like, what what kind of company is it? Because yeah. what's difference? Be, what's the difference between this and just having an app on my phone?
0: Correct. Okay, so that's a great question. I should have mentioned this before. Um, it's waterproof. Okay. Which is big because these water parks, you can't take your phone in. Mm-hmm. You can't take your phone in there. Um, you know, there's range issues. You know, you got to be in range. You got to make sure the Wi-Fi is enabled or not enabled. You have cellular on it or not. Mm -hmm. This is um, a more of a foolproof um, uh, thing. I think the other the other thing that stands out to me is you can you can very easily lose your phone. Yeah. I mean, I would venture to say you go into a lost and found at six flags (laughs) and you're going to see a lot of iPhones sitting there. Whereas this thing you can't you can't lose. Yeah. Because so it's not,
1: attached to it, you.
0: You're, atta- you're, you're not you're not giving the kid something to really even think about, right? Like that's I what's mean, nice about it. Hey, it, hey, hey, little Johnny, make sure you wrap your iPhone in this case and keep it with you and check it every ten minutes so we can know where you're at. Yeah. that's giving little Johnny a lot to think about when all little Johnny wants to do is right. go down the slide.
1: Right, and I know, like at Disney, they have those little watches that that you pay for everything or check in. I don't remember what they do. I just, yeah, you can pay for
0: stuff on the, on the, on the watches and and the wristbands.
1: there'd be some kind of integration just straight into that. So it's not like they're wearing a watch on each hand, but we're already trained to wear watches and give our fingerprints and anything, anything like that. To Yeah. I mean, if
0: somebody can figure out if it's a wearable. Yeah. I mean, I mean, every time somebody, somebody rents it you so, know for a day that person's getting paid
1: you know how much would you pay for this you have a group of 10 you're, you're taking your schools going you have a group of 10 uh,
0: so I, I think i would i would what seems reasonable to me is like 10 bucks
1: would you pay 15 per kid? i would
0: yeah uh i i would yeah well if it's a school i would just pass it on to
1: the right. to the parents okay but. so you you're taking your you're taking your neighbor's kids your your kids friends and there's I'd a group pay an of extra you going 40
0: 50 bucks it, for a whole
1: day and there's five of you there yeah. five five of you yeah. would you pay for five people would you pay a 100 bucks total for five people
0: i think if i'm at disney world that actually seems really cheap would you pay 150 bucks for five people i think i'm going to start complaining at at, at a certain point and that might be the point for me yeah but i mean disney like a fast pass upgrade mhm you know, you, you got, the thing about this is you've you got the guilt, it. you've got the guilt thing going, right? Yeah. Cause, okay. So you're going to pay an extra 150 bucks for a yeah. fast pass, but, but you won't pay 150, 150 bucks to, to keep, keep Johnny safe. safe. Yeah. You know? And yes. I just feel like it kind of plays into that, which and maybe if you have a Disney
1: plus subscription, you get it for free.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, you could go, you could be really bullish on the guilt thing with this and yeah. just, you know, listen, are you a good parent or not? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no? How much do you love your kid? Yeah. Do you love them enough to get a, yeah. to get them a park, a park? This is pal? the
1: happiest place yeah. on earth, but this if you is, lose your kid, yeah. what's it going to feel like?
0: Like, that's the thing about when it comes to kids and safety and parenting, there really isn't, there really isn't a limit, Yeah, you know, to what you would do, how much you would pay to keep them safe. So from a business, I, this isn't, this isn't what motivated me to think like through this, but from a business model standpoint that's a pretty good position to be in yeah right
1: yes i think i think when you make making people feel guilty is a fantastic way to make money <laughs> You could put
0: in the wrong, put in the wrong hands. Uh, I do think, uh, guilt would be a wonderful, yeah.
1: If you just staged one kidnapping and you're like, (laughs) and the person says, if "If only I had had if
0: only that's only the technology was there for me to wear something uh, on my wrist. I I love, I think that's the, uh. I think that's the commercial. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The commercial is some state. What was that show
1: with Mel Gibson when he was like, give me back my son. Ransom. Yeah. Incredible movie. If only he had Park Pal. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And you just, it plays that over and over. Give
0: me back my Listen, son. I can just tell you if, if Park Pal existed in that scenario. <laughs> Uh, that movie would not be the blockbuster it is.
1: Right. Yeah. People would the be movie like, what you The and movie then, yeah.
0: would end at 20 minutes yeah. and it would be like, why are we watching this? Yeah. You know, yeah. there's no terror.
1: As, as they're walking the kid back, the little, uh, <laughs> the person's walking, Hey, here's your son. Yeah. Did you lose this? Yeah, um, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. all right. So let me rate this for you. Okay. Yeah. Well, you got to give me a scale. Cause I, I don't know what to do. Cause oh, okay. if, you, cause right. if I'm right. just right. doing it on all my right. own, I'm going to give
0: you a scale. I got a good scale to rate this one. I'm going to give you a, a, a spectrum, and you tell me where where this one falls. I would say on a scale of a father telling their child, "Yeah, sure, go in that unmarked van, have fun," okay, to having as your father Liam Neeson from Taken. Ooh. Okay, like on on the safety spectrum, yeah, you know, I think you've got you know the worst dad ever sending right. their kid to a white unmarked van, and you got. The dad of all dads, when there's uh, when there's danger and there's a kidnapping, you got Liam Neeson. So okay. there, there's your spectrum. Where does this idea fall for you?
1: I would say that this falls somewhere in the realm of Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> That's where I would put it.
0: <sighs> Mrs. Doubtfire. See, so how did have, you get there? How would you get there?
1: You have a man who desperately wants to be around his kids. <laughs> taking on an unassuming role (laughs) where he is there and he builds comfort levels and all of these kinds of things. And so it it is both the protective father, but also the the kind nanny motherly role. And that is, that's how I feel about this. So it's not, it's not, it's not following your kid around with a gun saying, if anybody touches my kid, I'm going to kill him. Correct. I'm a man who has a certain number of skills and I know how to use these skills, but it
0: is a little overbearing. It is like little, Robin Williams. It is in a You want to keep your eye on your kids. Yeah, you're there. You're, you want to know you're what's there.
1: going on. Yeah, I like it, but like in a it. sneaky way.
0: I like it. Yeah. Oh, well, I, I, that's a compliment. I think.
1: Yeah. No, I think it's a fantastic. I, I think it's a fantastic idea. I think it should be out there. I think somebody should create it, and uh, yeah, I think somebody should take this and run with it.
0: Great. Thanks for listening to this episode. We'd love it if you would like, rate, subscribe, and share this podcast with others. Know we've got a growing list of ideas, so we'll be back next time to share more with you. If you have an idea you'd like to share, head over to idealistpodcast.com and record your pitch right there on our site. We just may share it and pick it apart on an upcoming episode. So until next time, thanks again for joining The Idealist.